0: I'm Tara Lynn of Geek Saga Entertainment, here with my co-host Manny for the Geek Saga podcast series, 90s and Naughty's Cringe Factor. This series focuses on some of those problematic teen movies and rom-coms from the 90s and early 2000s that we, shoot, is it a love to hate or hate to love?
1: Either way, I'm Manny, and for this much-delayed third episode, we're chatting about the cringe factor of a movie that was somehow popular enough at release to supposedly become a cult classic, 1999's Never Been Kissed. While Never Been Kissed isn't technically based on anything, it absolutely seems that the rumors of having its roots in the 1982 film, Fast Times at Richmond High, have some substance. First, Josie's quest to experience her first real kiss isn't all that dissimilar from Stacy in Fast Times, being out to lose her virginity. Oh, and Fast Times was adapted from a book written by a dude about his experiences posing as a high school student so that he could write about the teen experience. And Never Been Kissed is, of course, a combination of those two, or er, plots. Josie is a mousy editor at a big Chicago newspaper, but she wants to be a reporter, and she gets her big break in the form of being ordered to pose as a high school student and write about it. Hijinks ensue including a mutual crush between Josie and a teacher who, yes, believes she's only 17, but in the end reveals that she's a 25-year-old reporter and writes her article, and everyone forgets that the full-ass adult was crushing on a child, and Josie gets her kiss from said adult teacher. So it's all well that ends well
0: insert cringe here (laughs) anyway we'll begin our discussion with a list of 10 things we hate about this movie then suck it up and admit one to three things we actually liked in our these are all that section we'll also rate never been kissed on a cringe factor scale of one to ten zach morris's before concluding with our watch this not that suggestion for the episode But before we get started, you can follow me and therefore all of the Geek Saga endeavors at A Geek Saga on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Also, I can be found on Blue Sky as just Geek Saga because somebody camped my usual name before I got on Blue Sky.
1: I wonder who did that.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Manissimo Art.
0: Last but hopefully not least, we hope that you'll check out the Geek Saga Entertainment Patreon with 10 tiers ranging from $1 a month to $40 a month. It's a great way to support us and receive some fun perks in return, including early access to these 90s and 90s Cringe Factor podcast episodes when, you know, ever we get around to recording, <laughs> which will hopefully be uh, more often from now on. But we'll see. Anyway, you can check it out at Patreon.com slash Geek underscore entertainment.
1: And now it's time for the 10 things we hated about this movie. And yes, we kept it only to 10.
0: <laughs> it was hard. It I had was like hard. 15 or 16 at one point. I was able to condense, but first and foremost. Well, actually, I don't even know if it's first and foremost. We're going in order of kind of how these things happen in the movie as best we can, because it's hard to say one thing is any worse than the others, except for definitely one of them. <laughs> Which you'll know when we get to it. Number one, has Josie really never been kissed? She's 25. She's been to college. She claims she has been kissed, only she's really wanting her supposed next kiss to be with the person you're supposed to kiss for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. That was just weird.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's like, okay, I guess it's really a product of the time, right? Because it's like, that's what everybody was kind of searching for. Everything had to be this like, first true love, high school sweetheart that I'm going to be with forever. And all this, I don't know, I feel like that was kind of like a product of that era, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it. And I also think that she's very inexperienced, too. So there's that added to it. And again, we're just here with the movies of the late 90s and early 2000s, like you said, that need to be with a high school love forever, which in this case, isn't quite the case. (laughs) But... Sort of also is. Anyway.
1: (laughs) I understand it. Wanting to go backwards to kind of refine yourself, but this is not the way that you do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, her coworker is like, damn girl, you are a writer. When Josie has that sort of like romantic, Uh, thing about wanting to kiss the person that she's supposed to kiss for the rest of her life, or whatever. To be fair, it is worded a little better in the movie, but also it has like the romantic music building behind it. And it's like, I know your co workers can't hear this. So their Mm -hmm. reaction is just, okay. Uh, I don't know if her saying that is just automatic proof that she's this amazing writer. Yeah. (laughs) When she's never been allowed to write anything for this newspaper. Yeah. Exactly. For real, though, do we? really believe Josie has been kissed before.
1: No, I think she's lying about it. Yeah. Look, if if she's working at this news place, you would probably know more than this than I would, right? Because I don't understand the structures of like writing and all this kind of stuff when it comes to like an actual company. But in order to be in that position, wouldn't you have written something for that paper at some point? Because she's like a head editor or something, right? Wasn't she something?
0: I think she's a copy editor. So the answer... I assumed based on the jobs they'd been giving her that she was a copy editor. I suppose Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I doubt they even made it clear. They probably just said she was an editor, which could be anything, right? And a copy editor doesn't necessarily write anything. Actually, in fact, usually they don't, if I'm remembering correctly. To be fair, I've never actually worked in newspapers, so it might be different from working in like magazines, which is what I have done, but I mean, I was an assistant editor and I never wrote a single thing for the magazine that I was an editor for, so that's said has she really been kissed before it's like the movie's called never been kissed so either the title is a misnomer like an entire misnomer or it's just but she's never been really kissed the way she wants to in which case mm, trying to be clever with the title uh maybe you should have called it something else i don't know i don't feel that yeah i just
1: feel like they probably just should have worded it differently right coming out of high school and do this stuff like you could this is going to be like a, a more obscene twist to it, right? But you can say, yeah, I've been fucked, but I've never have been made love to. Yeah. You're like, okay, you know, like, that's like, all right. But I think they just should have worded it a little differently. Because yeah, when I watched the title, and it's like, "Oh, hey, well, the girl's never been kissed. Okay, cool.
0: Yep. And then immediately, like five minutes into the movie, she's like, I've totally been kissed before. But also the way she says it is like, mm. have you though? <laughs> It's like, really? (laughs) To be fair, that also kind of comes from our number two on the list.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Josie can't just be a basic nerd. She has to be the most nerd. This was one of those things. i want to throw this one in here before we keep going, right? So this character was clearly written for Drew Barrymore. Clearly. Like, I don't feel like this was something that she auditioned for or was like, oh, I hope I get the role.
0: She was a producer on this movie and it was the first one, the first movie that her company produced. Flower, okay, yeah. Flower films or something like that.
1: Okay. So that's what I feel like. This was written specifically for her. But the thing is, is that Drew Barrymore is kind of nerdy and charming in her own right that they Mm. don't have to like overdo it. And I felt like this was like Drew Barrymore on steroids of what she is. You know, it was literally like a caricature of herself. You know, it's like let's take all of my personal quirks and qualities and let's like up them by a hundred. But I guess with all the other nineties and naughty shit that we've done, I always say that, right? They're just caricatures of what they're supposed to be. It's like not just nerd; it has to be super nerd, and it's not just a bully; it has to be complete bully. You know, like so. I, yeah. I feel. I feel like no nuance, no nuance. Yeah, no nuance <laughs> at all. But you know what? It's I guess this movie's not like I, you know. It's not like it was directed by Martin Scorsese or something weird. <laughs> this was just teen rom-com.
0: Now you've got me wondering, though, does Drew Barrymore make, what is it, like needlepoint throw points?
1: Right? Like, it's it's got to be something. She, I bet you she does, like, crocheting or something like that. And she's just like, got to do worse than that.
0: The thing is, like, I'm not knocking having a hobby. I'm not knocking doing like needlepoint or embroidery or anything like that. But not only does she make these throw pillows, Mm -hmm. she makes a lot of them and she just stacks them all on her own bed. Like she doesn't give them to friends or family as gifts, apparently. Mm -hmm. So her bed is just a pile of throw pillows. And honestly, throw pillows are like the most wasteful and useless of all decor things, if you ask me.
1: I've got them. They do nothing.
0: Yep. It's like when people have their beds made up all fancy with the sham pillowcases and yep. throw pillows on there like what are you doing with that? Are you really unmaking and making that every night before you go to bed? Every night. And hers is even worse cuz she's got like 30 throw pillows yeah, 30 stacked.
1: <laughs> You know what? If I could just talk to the directors before they did this is like, "Hey, and the writers, she's a writer. She wants to be an inspiring writer." why not make her write romance novels on her spare Mm -hmm. time? And she has just these, because she's clearly all enamored by, oh, I want to be first kissed and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, it would make sense that maybe she's writing her own like romance novels and that's where she's nerding out on, which would actually kind of fit more into the character. This was one of those, I don't know, what do girl nerds do? Girls clearly like to sew, so they make throw pillows, (laughs) you know? And it's like, I can just imagine it was just a boardroom of like old men. Well, we can't just make her cooking. That's too obvious. We got to do something else, you know?
0: See, baking, really specific baking. She comes into work every week with some just insane cake or pie where every bit of it is made from scratch. Mm -hmm. It's still a thing that she's geeking out about. But it's a useful thing, at least writing romance novels. Also, shit, she could be fucking DMing a D&D game.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: <laughs> which actually would have been something that a big nerd did back well, in exactly. the 90s. Now, that said, <sighs> she was actually in high school in the 80s. And her nickname in high school was seriously Josie Grossy.
1: Josie Grossy.
0: She hasn't exactly blossomed since then, but also Josie Grossy. Josie really? Grossy.
1: Yeah, they couldn't come up with something better. It was just now, it rhymes, so it works.
0: The fact that she hasn't blossomed since then, she has cleaned up a bit for sure. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have braces. It appears that she actually washes her hair now. She wears clothes that are like maybe slightly better fitting, but she also seriously goes around constantly correcting her coworkers' grammar. So it's not even like she's super pleasant to be around despite her overwhelmingly nerdy nerdiness. Yep. She's kind of that person that you're like, ugh.
1: It's like you were Josie Grossy for a reason. This is why people didn't like you.
0: I almost feel like she was nicer in high school. The few glimpses we get of her in high school, which we'll touch on them in a little bit too, I'm sure. But like the few glimpses we get of her in high school, she seemed very like sweet, super nerdy, but super sweet. And now she feels like just nerdy and also really fucking annoying.
1: Again, it's like they have to caricature it, which is weird because generally with the writing of the 90s, I mean, the nerd girls were always like the victims, you know, they were always doing shit to them. Mm -hmm. But. I felt like there was still something that was very charming about them. They weren't written to be completely annoying. Because if you look at it really with a lot of these movies, it's always like the nerd girl becoming the popular girl rising to the top. In this instance, I was like, nah, you're just annoying girl. <laughs> not that I feel like you should have been bullied or anything, but...
0: Yeah, no, absolutely shouldn't have been bullied, but you are annoying. As an adult, you take it upon yourself to go around correcting your co-workers grammar just in the workplace. We're not talking about your copy editing job. We're talking about correcting it as you're having basic conversations.
1: And let me tell you something... One of my biggest pet peeves on this planet is someone correcting my grammar. I really hate that. And the last time I did it was somebody who was like much younger than me. And I was, I was a little, we were all a little, a little drunk. And I said something and they corrected my grammar in a room full of people. And I looked at him and I was like, huh, fuck you. That was it. That was all I said. I hate that shit.
0: Thankfully, in kind of more recent years, there there has been a lot of growth in the understanding of different vernaculars and the idea that correcting anybody's grammar, but particularly like pushing back on the vernacular of POC, where it's this is part of their language, right? Mm. It's not a different language, but it's maybe different than a privileged like white person in upper crust echelon society grew up with. So thankfully, it's become kind. Kind of looked down upon in recent years yeah go around correcting people's grammar but that doesn't mean that even if it wasn't looked down upon as much back when this movie was made mm-hmm. doesn't make it any less annoying
1: because it's the same thing with me right because i was born in new york i was raised in miami miami is like mm-hmm. all slang and i'm and i'm cuban american and funny enough the person who was correcting me was somebody who was like a white privileged mm-hmm. type of person you know so i was like all right pal like, okay yeah You know <laughs> big, big shocker there
0: well, on that note, next up, the best idea ever, which is their newspaper is running out of subscribers or some bullshit, and they need to have more people person stories, right? So we're going to do an expose about being in high school. Honestly, that's not the worst idea. The part that makes this a thing we hate is the fact that they're going to enroll a full adult in high school. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. (sighs) See our previous point for reasons why Josie is probably the (laughs) person they could give this assignment
1: to. (laughs) That is just a recipe for fucking disaster is what it is. You get somebody that's like... OK, I, I can go back to high school and then maybe they feel better. And then they're like, oh, shit, you know what, dude, um, I can make this party better. I can go get beer. And then they start buying beer for underage people or they buy some drugs, you know, because they want to fit in again and like and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, that's just uh, that's a I recipe mean, for disaster.
0: I'll be completely honest. I had no idea that Fast Times at Ridgemont High was loosely based on a book by a 22 year old guy who snuck back into a San Diego high school.
1: I didn't to- know that either.
0: yeah to chronicle the teen experience like wow wow (laughs) this is a thing that's happened that's that's that happened in like the late 70s or early 80s i don't know exactly what year he did it but fast Mm -hmm. times came out in 82 so we're talking like before i was born is when he did this i cannot see this happening in 1999 i definitely can't see this happening now but that said oh my fucking god when josie shows up she's not just dressed and made up all wrong she just also can't even talk right everything she says is just red flag red flag she walks in and she's like i'm jesse i'm a high school student here for high school things
1: yeah (laughs) hello fellow high school students (laughs) that's just like dude like look when i was in high school we all fucking knew who the narc was All right. We all knew who was working or informing for the fucking police. Like we knew it because they would walk in and that was exactly how they were. Hey, guys, where are we partying tonight? Where can I get the marijuana? You know, and it's like, oh, we don't do that, sir. Go report that back to your people. So like when I was watching that scene, it was like a flashback for me where I was like, Boom, narc, narc. <laughs> I mean, she keeps
0: doing it. First of all, the teacher, when uh, Mr. Colson, the teacher, again, we'll get yeah. into that more soon. Yeah. But when he asks what a uh, pastoral play is or something like that, I, I can't remember the exact words, but he asks this and she answers and he's like, are you sure you're 17? And she's like, I'm 17. I'm 17. Yes. <laughs> Giggles like, <laughs> uh. How bad at this could you possibly be? And how is nobody catching on to this? And then right after this, she goes to lunch and sits down with the popular girls in her just absolutely ridiculous, all white post Labor Day. I'm sure, by the way, all white outfit, her sweater or whatever it is, has like a feather collar and she's carrying this giant tote. I mean, a giant tote, bigger than any tote I have that has like different kinds of citrus fruits all over it for some reason. And she sits down with the popular girls and immediately pulls out a notebook, goes into reporter mode and starts asking them questions. Like you said, hello, fellow high school
1: kids. I'm just going to take some notes on this conversation. It's like she just reminded me of like what was in high school and like you hung out and there was always the one cool mom who was really cool and, yeah, looked just like that. Had the big fucking bag with the super cool, like fucking looking outfit. That's what she like made me think of. So the fact that these girls or anybody or the faculty or the security guards or anybody wasn't picking up on the fact where it's like, ooh, (laughs) okay.
0: Yeah, and you're very more, you know, younger looking person. But wow, they even later when she becomes popular, they did not do a good job of de-aging her. No. Wow. (laughs) The haircut was part of the problem. But So we have a high school flashback, and I don't know how much there is to say about this, but how was Josie in high school, no matter how naive she was, how was she or how would anyone be so naive as to believe that uber popular guy Billy Prince also, by the way, looked like a weird creep that yeah. was 20 years too old to be in high school. How was it ever believed by Josie or anybody else? Because her family and even her brother in a way seems to have fallen for it too a little bit. How are they all believing that this guy, this Billy Prince guy, asked the over-the-top nerdy girl to the prom?
1: Yeah, like that's red flag. I mean, that's complete red flag, you know?
0: <laughs> like I said, I don't even know how much we can say about this. Maybe I'm mean for even thinking it. I don't know. But I don't know in what world I mean, she. I wasn't even that nerdy in high school. I was kind of like middle range to lower middle range in terms of like popularity. I was definitely considered wicked nerdy when I was like a freshman, maybe through like part of my sophomore year, I gained a little bit of cred when I got contacts yeah I got contacts started wearing makeup started wearing like actual pants with like a waistline and stuff like that i gained a little bit of cred and and then like i joined the music department and so i was at least like popular ish in like the music department but if i had been a senior in high school and the most popular kid in my class had asked me to the prom i would have been like who the fuck are you <laughs> excuse you
1: yeah that's just called having a, a healthy sense of like skepticism you know where it's like oh See, I wasn't really popular or anything in high school. I flew under the radar pretty much throughout my entire time. Yeah, that's kind of, I
0: mean, really, that's kind of how I
1: was. Yeah. I was considered like the bad boy. That's what everybody saw me as because I was in a punk rock band. I would smoke cigarettes, you know, and like skip class. Like I was definitely considered. Now, I didn't see myself as the bad boy. I was more just like, well, I just don't want to fucking go to school. I want to play music with my friends and shit. But I never really like caused trouble. grade, I was more of like the nerd I got picked on I got bullied and then in the the 10th grade it was different because I had more friends and I mostly hung out with the burnouts and nobody messed with those guys and I was in the punk rock band and but aside from that like I never had I did go to prom but I never had any of the this kind of shit no one was asking my ass out to the prom or anything (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) well Josie had that flashback about being asked to the prom because she's still going through this whole being super unpopular. Now she does make friends, which we'll also talk about eventually, but they're the nerdy friends and she's getting in trouble at work because she has no information to give them because she's hanging out with her nerdy friends at high school, but it's okay because our number five is
1: <laughs> her brother. The fact that Josie's cool brother, has to come to the rescue. Yeah, this this was a weird one. I'm kind of torn on this one, right? Because I'm all about misinformation campaigns, right? I love mm-hmm. throwing people in circles with shit. Her brother shows up, nobody knows it's her fucking brother. She's like, What are you talking about? This fucking girl's the fucking coolest person. However, he is the other oldest looking person in high school, along with this girl. You know, so it's like, Yeah, your kids should have, I don't know, you should have put those two together. I don't know. That was weird.
0: The fact that he's like, it's not that hard, Josie. All you need is one person to think you're cool. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's really how it works, especially as you're also the new kid. And let's be real, new kids never walk into a school and are immediately cool.
1: No, you have to do something. You have to buy beer for them. You have to buy weed for them. You have to provide a fucking service. okay?
0: (laughs) But again, her brother does actually show up and makes her cool. And the whole time I'm watching this, I'm just like, oh, no, why? What? How is this happening? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's legit that she's like, no, you can't just come in and be popular in one day because in real life, no, that's not how it works. But Mm. LOL, this is a late 90s rom-com slash teen movie. So of course he can. However, how does he do it? He does it by eating a giant tub of coleslaw. I have three questions. They are why, yes, how, and then why again? Why?
1: Yes. Okay. So let me just kind of get in, into the jailhouse mentality here for a second. <laughs> okay. Just bear with me on this one. You go into prison, right? Right. No one's going to know who you are. Everyone's going to fuck with you. You have to find the biggest person in there and like fuck them up. You have to. Even if you lose, it doesn't matter. It shows that you're just not going to take shit. I feel like this is in the same vein as that. Like I have to go in there and I have to do something that is just fucked up. And he did it by eating an entire thing of coleslaw. I think that was kind of a weirder. avenue yeah it's kind of a weird take on it like okay coleslaw maybe you should have just fought the biggest person there like everyone does in prison why do you got to do it like this but i don't know i think that again i think that's one of those things that just falls into that timeline of writing back then you know like it has to be something weird i guess i don't know
0: (laughs) disgusting disgusting need need we need we recall the pubes on pizza
1: i was just thinking of that and i was trying to figure out how to crowbar that in here while i was like that's what it reminded me of it reminded me of that scene where it's like why is this happening how could this have happened there's so many other things that old brother could have done here he should have showed up at a party and just been drinking like a wild animal and be like Mm -hmm. okay yeah look at this guy he can hold his liquor man that's but cool no
0: Or just showed up and tried out for the baseball team. And they would have seen like, oh, he's really good, which they yep. did. And mm-hmm. But no, instead, it's the coleslaw that gets him in, Yep. which leads us into number mm-hmm. six.
1: Speaking of that, it might actually belong in this part of our discussion. There is so much high school in this high school. And as usual for these movies, or at least the three we've talked about so far, it is unbelievably high school.
0: Again, downing an entire tub of coleslaw and thus becoming a cool kid.
1: Yes, yes. Cool kid ate all the fucking coleslaw. Ate all the coleslaw. I would have thought that maybe like a prank or something would have been better. Like, oh, I pulled the fire alarm and we all got off school early. You know, like something like that. Something that, again, you have to provide a service if you want to be popular, right? There has to be mm-hmm. something that you're doing. This guy, he pulled the fire alarm and we got half the day off because they were trying to figure out if there was a real fire or not. Dude, awesome. Thanks, because I had a test today that I was never going to pass anyway, right? That, I think, would have been more realistic, but I know that asking for realism in a movie yeah. like this, I think I'm just you know, <laughs> kind of setting myself up for yeah. failure. You know we're
0: dreaming we're dreaming <laughs>
1: dreaming we're obviously like Ugh. we are the writers that would have never have been writers back then we would have got fired on day one because they're like what are you talking about like no have a me coleslaw you know
0: <laughs> also josie earlier obviously in the movie but josie walks into the school and once again immediately is the nerd who immediately falls for the hot quote unquote popular Popular guy guy. and i say popular guy with a capital g (laughs) because his name is guy
1: (laughs) guy yeah
0: which also is weirdly hilarious to me then when she does make friends it's because she becomes part of the math team which is also i feel like mean girls copied this a little Mm -hmm. bit but she becomes part of this math team they're named the denominators so Mean Girls definitely copied this a little bit, but they yeah. had a much more clever name, The Mathletes, instead of The Denominators. But Josie I mean, joins The Denominators. They have matching shirts and are seemingly together yep. 24-7. Then, last but not least, in terms of this high school being so much high school, all of the ridiculous supposedly high school language or attempts at it. Oh, gosh. That's rufus. Yeah. And then later mm-hmm. it becomes Rufalicious, Rufalicious. and uh, stop trying to make a Rufus happen guy. Yeah. After Josie becomes popular and one of the other popular girls, I can't remember if it's Kirsten or Kristen or whatever the other fucking one's name is. yeah Cause yep. of course they're named Kirsten and Kristen. Of course. But one of them is like, guy is totally crunching on you. And Josie's like, do I want to be crunched? And the girl's like, by guy? Yeah. And <laughs> crunching. We couldn't just say like, "crush." We had to make up our own word. To for make up it. our
1: own thing, yeah. Because it's hip. It's the lingety, you know. Like we gotta, we gotta create new shit.
0: To be fair, I can't say I didn't do some of that in high school. There was a period of time when I thought "whatever" would be yeah. like the funniest thing to say, and really, I just kept doing it because people were annoyed by it. So I was like, "whatever." I said it as a joke, and people got annoyed at it so i just kept saying it and then eventually all my friends were saying it and that was like "Mm, now it's not cool to me anymore like i wanted i wanted you guys to be annoyed by it that's why it was funny in the first place and now you're all using it and it's not cool anymore yeah (laughs) and then like one of the popular girls tells josie she's totally transitioned from like loser to popular person and it's like "Mm, cool
1: I don't know. That's weird. I think I'm just naive. I have a lot of naivety when it comes to my high school experience because I didn't know. So in my class, there was a really popular girl in one of my classes. I'm not going to say her name because maybe she would hear this at some point, but (laughs) I hadn't spoken to her since high school. But she was a really, really popular girl and very pretty, very Miami pretty. Like she just was beautiful. And she was like the coolest fucking person. She was not what I expected when I had met her because we all thought she was kind of a ditz. And it was like, oh, this girl's kind of ditzy. And then after talking to her, I'm like, man, she's really fucking smart. And she just was one of these girls that, and I remember I used to have long ass hair in high school. Like I had long ass hair and I was playing a show the next night. Cause she was like, Hey, you know, we we're all talking. And she's like, well, what are you guys doing this week? And I said, well, I, I got a show at the kitchen club. I got to go play. And she's like, Oh, can I come over to your house? Like, let me do your hair. Like I can get it like straightened and look really pretty. And doesn't look weird. Like she was like offering her time to make me like look pretty on stage and like all this shit. And she was a popular ass girl. And it wasn't like she was trying to chase after me or anything like that. She was just being a cool cat. So that was like my experience with the really popular girls at high school. And that's where I I think that I have a a sense of naiveness when it comes to that.
0: I got bullied for sure, but it was more so in middle school, maybe a little bit in my freshman year of high school. But weirdly enough, like in freshman year of high school, it was by people who I had thought were my friends and then Mm -hmm. like decided they were cooler than me. The later years, particularly in high school, I wasn't bullied per se, but it was the popular kids in my grade. They were actually never the ones that were like super mean to me. It was always Mm -hmm. like the people who were like maybe one step above you, right? They feel low, so they are trying to bring you low. Anyway, Josie totally transitioned, apparently, and was also being crunched on by a guy. It's all super (laughs) roofalicious. Fucking Christ.
1: (laughs) So bad.
0: As high school as this high school is. Number seven. Yes, this is an entire entry all on its own because I could not get rid of It's everything, literally everything about the prom theme announcement scene.
1: Yes, and this is why I have such a hard time adding to notes when you do notes first. Because I saw that and I was like, fuck, this needs to be an entire thing just in itself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like... We're announcing the prom theme. It's the millennium. And people just start making out. They're like, it's the prom theme. It's the millennium. And people just start making out. Like, If you're listening to this and you don't understand what I'm saying and you've never seen this movie, that's literally what happens. All these couples just start literally just like tonguing each other in like the grossest. Nobody would even kiss each other this way in public ever, but possibly ever, period, manner. It's so fucking Mm. weird. And then, by the way, this school is called South Glen South. And I know (laughs) nothing about Chicago. So, well, Mm. I know next to nothing about Chicago. So perhaps these are actual high schools in Chicago. But I do highly doubt it because South Glen South is a really weird name. And also a really weird name is East Glen East. Yeah, And it turns out that East Glen East had already announced their prom theme. And it was the Millennium 2. Oh, no. That can't
1: be. No. And that's the thing that really like got to me. I'm like, bro, are you going to their prom too or something? Like, I don't get it. Maybe you should because now you're already in theme for it, right? And then you're going to just go there now and they got the same fucking theme. You ain't got to change. This isn't even a prom. This is a costume party. Yeah. Do I, people have themes for proms? We didn't. No, we definitely didn't. So I don't know. That is a weird. I'll <laughs> say that that's one of those things. South Florida is very much its own country. It's not really part of America. So when I see things like this, I just figured, oh, okay, well, this is just like white shit that I don't know about. Maybe this no. is just, this is just how it is. Like they have themes and shit. Like our theme was like, we're going to prom, we're getting fucked up, we're going to go to the beach afterwards, yeah. we're going to rent, rent out a hotel. Like that's what we're fucking doing, right? Like, that's what prom's all fucking about, you know? But I don't know, with this, I was like, Them- themes? Like, because I always thought it was weird when I would watch Back to the Future, right? And they had the dance and it was like this themed dance. And I would just like, People, like we just had dances that was it yeah. and you know but there wasn't like a theme behind it I don't we know.
0: had i guess you would call them themed dances but it was things like sadie hawkins where mm-hmm. the girl asks the guy to the dance or the snowball was our winter semi-formal but we didn't costume it up and even if our prom had a theme we wouldn't have all worn costumes for yeah. it Yep. You just wore prom clothes.
1: Exactly. Like you just wore prom things.
0: Well, I'm trying to think. I was a sophomore when Titanic came out, but the 1998 prom theme absolutely would have been Titanic if we had prom games. Oh, yeah. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. Everybody would have been dressed in those Kate Winslet dresses. Yep. It's the end of the world for this entire school when they find out that East Glen East has absconded with. Their
1: yeah. Prom. <laughs> their prom theme. And it's like, wait a minute. Let me get this straight for a second.
0: They're rivals. Yeah, it's
1: like, look, okay, it's 1999. Something big is going to happen. I don't know what it is. Maybe we'll get the 21st century. And this is the prom that's going to happen the last prom right before the turn of the century would it be so crazy i would have thought that every fucking high school on the planet was going to have a fucking millennium theme like that's what i would have just come across yeah because of course it's going to be 2000 it happens one time you know no one is going to be alive for the next one you know so this is what they're doing
0: here's my thing as somebody who loves a good fucking theme party i would have gone with like decades of the millennium where Mm -hmm. everybody can come you want to come as like a flapper you want to come as like a 50s housewife but you know that's not what they were going going for no. it doesn't matter anyway they had to change their prom theme because east Coast east had it first and yeah. josie's brother set her up so that popular <laughs> kid i think guy was like josie will have the answer and he's so fucking dramatic about it too this like teeny tiny little dude is like josie will have the answer to be fair what she comes up with is meant for each other famous couples throughout history and when you first see this if you've never had a themed prom before you're like okay whatever but they go all out for it which we'll get into later mm-hmm. however this is honestly a way cooler prom theme than they just oh yeah oh, <laughs> like yeah. way cooler than they just yeah
1: yeah when they came up with that one i was like oh shit yeah that's really fucking cool i like that and let's face it a millennium themed party what the fuck does that mean
0: in 1999 in
1: 1999 what the fuck does that that's why i think your idea of hey let's do something that's like 1900s anything that you thought was awesome that happened in the 1900s because we're turning the clock to the fucking new century that would have been an a-plus fucking idea
0: i would have gone right. to that fucking party dressed as kurt cobain no holds barred
1: there you go there you go <laughs> i would have fucking probably showed up dressed as fucking chris cornell that would have been a much better fucking idea. Because when you talk talking about fucking Millennium, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to dress up like a fucking e-machine? Like, I don't know, you know? Like, what, what do you dress up as for 1999, like, Millennium? <laughs> it's fucking weird.
0: I don't know. But um, listen, as hilarious as all of this discussion has been, there's some really, seriously, very problematic stuff in this movie which brings us to our number eight which is not number eight because it's the least hateful thing hated thing however you want to say it it's just just... number eight because it fits in at this point in time
1: (laughs) yeah this is only like chronologically because really we were just like warming you up for the good stuff here at the end so many adults being fucking inappropriate period okay the biggest one, of course, is Mr. Colson having a crush on Josie when he believes she's 17. Okay, look, we've all watched the Chris Hansen shows, and those people are talking to girls that are like 25, but they still get arrested because they're trying to entice what they believe is a 15 or 13-year-old fucking person. So again, this guy thinking under the assumption that he's 17 and he's still like, yeah, I did this, uh, I'm at a loss for words on that one because. <laughs> look he's having relationship conversations with the student on the ferris wheel that's fucked up and number one you do not divulge your personal life to a fucking student you can guide Mm -hmm. them and help help them right like you're a teacher hey help them if they're going down a bad path or something like that but it's like i can only imagine like oh hey Josie, yeah i can't believe you're 17 me and my girlfriend are having all these issues Mm -hmm. you want to ride the ferris wheel together i just didn't want you to ride alone You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something about it that is just so...
0: I can even say it's totally fine that he was like, hey, I don't want this kid to ride alone. Yes, I agree with that. That in and of itself isn't inappropriate. What's inappropriate is that he was already like, hmm, are you sure you're 17? And like, was clearly Mm -hmm. crushing on her here and there before this. And then they get on the Ferris wheel, like you said. He's like, here, let me tell you about my relationship problems.
1: You should not confide in an underage person. I mean, you know, look, I have confided in people much younger than me. It wasn't because I was venting. It's because I, it was like a demonstration of like what you shouldn't do in life. Like I'm trying to teach you something, right? You know, I'm much older than you. I'm trying to direct you down a path so you don't make the same mistakes that I do. In this situation, that shouldn't be happening in any kind of way. Because again, they're like a child, right? The guy believes she's 17. She's a fucking child. I don't know. That was a really weird. I felt like the writers when they did this, that they didn't know how to approach it. Because they're like, well, we want you to be invested in these two people liking each other, but we want you to kind of forget about the fact that this person's underage. But then again, it is Hollywood, also, so I have no doubt of how fucked up Hollywood is. To them, it was probably just totally fucking normal. They're like, "What are you talking about? You know, we sleep yeah. with underage kids all the time. Yeah. You know." So to yeah. them, it was like, "Oh no, she's only. It's only statutory. It's not a problem. You know. Like that's honestly, like I know that's dark. I know that I know that it's dark. But in my, but it's brain, true. <laughs> but I was." like that's the way i see it is that because these, these fucking old men who like let this shit happen they were probably like well it's only stature it's not that bad i mean she's gonna graduate in a few months anyway Ugh.
0: uh but on top of that after he tells her about his relationship problems he's mm-hmm. all like when you're my age guys will be lined up around the block for you actually i shouldn't say that because i'm your teacher
1: i'm your teacher now. Um, red flag uh... it's like that's some grooming shit right there.
0: Yeah. If any of my teachers had ever talked to me like that, and even yep. in college, even when I was of age, it would have been fucking weird.
1: That would have been really fucking weird. Exactly.
0: But also, weirdly enough, later, Mr. Coulson's girlfriend kind of across Josie at that concert and is going on and on about her job. The girlfriend is going on and on about her job and how she's moved to NYC and she's going to drag Mr. Coulson with her. And it's like, lady, do you not have friends your own age? (laughs) Why are you doing this to a person you Mm -hmm. believe is one of your boyfriend's students?
1: Why are they treating her like an adult when they're going on the assumption that she is not? That's just, I don't know, that's weird.
0: Last but certainly not least, in terms of in-bucking-appropriate adults in this movie. Oh, yeah. Wow! Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Josie's brother Rob, 23 BT-dubs with the 16-year-old girl.
1: But she's a gymnast. How is this shit? Was it, she's 16 years old. Oh, yeah, but she's a gymnast or whatever. the What the... Oh,
0: God. And... and We'll get into this a little bit more in a bit because there's like an at least thing. But also, what the fuck, 23-year-old dude, 23, 16. 16. And the worst part is I know this happens. I absolutely know this happens all the time.
1: That's weird stuff. And even when I was in high school, I remember that there was girls that I was friends with that were 16 years old, 15 years old. And some of them were dating people in their 20s, you know, people that were like in college and shit. And that was kind of the norm. Now I know that where I'm from, it's a little more looser than like normal America, you know, it's a little weird. But still, I have a daughter that's fucking 16 right now. And do you think that somebody that's going to be over 18 is going to walk into this fucking house? No, my friend, (laughs) I will Bury you. No, 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 no. It is just fucked up.
0: Maybe don't. This yeah. is not legal. This movie I... is. If it was just Josie and the teacher, that would be bad enough. But it's yeah. also this.
1: But it's also this. And it's just like, no, what are you talking about, dude? She's like a gymnast also. And it's just like, and I know that that is very much a product of that time. That was a product of the way shit was back then. But still, look, man, and the age gap honestly is fine when you're like in your 40s and 50s. You know, when you're in your 40s, and like you're 50 and you're dating like a 35-year-old, like, okay, that's a lot younger, but whatever. You guys are still in that level of mental like maturity to where it's like, okay, well, that's fine. But if someone is 18 and you're 30 that's a fucking problem that's just weird
0: looking back i can't fucking imagine being somebody in my 20s dating somebody in their like mid to late 30s or older even yeah. mm-hmm. Ugh. and then this and then this but it's okay because now we get prom, prom 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 which in a way it's like i put this as a thing we hate and i do because there's a lot of things to hate about it but also there's some things that are like kind of fun all the Barbies all the popular girls going as Barbies all the popular girls it's like now, but not especially because one of them shows them she's like I told you I was gonna be beach Barbie and the other girl's like whatever I'm Malibu Barbie as if there's a difference they're all wearing bikinis yeah yep <sighs> Uh, and then Guy, when they're like, how did uh, Josie get you to do, oh God, I, now I'm blanking on what couple it was. It, it's a Shakespearean couple, not Romeo and Juliet, but it's another Shakespeare couple. They're like, how did she talk you into this? He's like, I get to have a sword.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep.
0: Which is legit, but also, yeah. side note, there's a Mary and Joseph there. Yeah, And I know they did this just for the joke. Because, Mm -hmm. like, somebody asked to sit at their table, and they're like, Sorry, there's no room at the table, but why are they married? (laughs) yeah your prom theme is meant for each other couples throughout the ages and you're going with mary and joseph yeah are you religious and those are the costumes your church had available for you i don't know and then and this is just like a oh my god like duh of course this is the way this is but Josie and guy are prom queen and king
1: of course of course. <sighs> Who else was it going to be? It wasn't going to be that rando extra in the background.
0: It wasn't going to be one of the Barbies, Kirsten or Kristen or whatever the third popular girl's name is.
1: Yeah. Kristen, Kristen, Skylar, Tyler, you know, whatever. <laughs>
0: but also josie has only become popular like five minutes ago how yeah
1: and all of a sudden she's like prom queen
0: and the fact that she went to the prom with guy at all is like listen josie i know you're not gonna do anything about it i think he's actually 18 so technically Mm -hmm. it's not like illegal but
1: also yeah 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 messed up on that
0: one i think later they have a conversation where that he's like what are you thinking about she's like i was thinking about shakespeare what are you thinking about he's like i was thinking about my sword <laughs> kind of reminds me of that meme that's been going around lately about how like all guys think about is the roman empire or something
1: yeah yep. <laughs> Yeah, and I can confirm there's a lot of shit guys get a lot of rap on shit where it's like, oh, all they think about is sex. I was like, no, I was thinking about something anime. like the Roman Empire <laughs> or anime or like how how did the Chinese government become the government that it is today? That's the kind of shit that we think of. It's like, <laughs> you know, how did that happen?
0: Now, going back to uh, Mr. Rob, because apparently that's what people call him, even though they all supposedly believe he's a high school.
1: Student. He's a high schooler student. Exactly.
0: I guess at least in the prom scene, he avoids having sex with his 16 uh, year old girlfriend or whatever she is. To him. She tries to have sex and he's like, she's like, I want you to be my first. He's like, no, nah, I don't think that's I don't think that's right.
1: Yeah. At least he did the bare minimum okay like it's as simple as that at least he did the fucking bare minimum at least with him he just he just decided not to go full measure there
0: yeah yeah Yeah, at least like you said bare minimum bare
1: minimum that's what it is it's like dude you were talking to her and you were all over or whatever the fuck earlier you know but okay at least he did the bare minimum
0: to close out the prom discussion god Mm -hmm. damn it that fucking dog food prank
1: what the fuck
0: I think it pisses me off more every time I watch this movie because it's so over the top. It's so ridiculous. No matter how much a person was picked on in my high school, I cannot imagine anybody trying to do something like this to another person, particularly at prom. First of all, if they'd done it at school, they would have gotten fucking suspended if not expelled. So Mm -hmm. there's that. That's in the 90s. Yeah. But Kirsten, Kristen, and third popular girl whose name I don't (laughs) know. Which I think is the most hilarious. Like I refuse to even look it up.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna try to find it. I'm gonna try to find it.
0: But this prank thing pisses me off every time. Honestly, go Josie for stepping in, like for seeing it, stepping in, and stopping it from happening. But honestly, how dare they do such a thing to Lily Sobieska? I know in the movie she's just nerdy girl Aldis or whatever her name is, but
1: it was Gabby. Like what even the.
0: Oh, Gabby. Yes, you're right. Kirsten, Kristen, and Gabby. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, whatever it's still the third girl whose name i don't remember yeah. even though you just told it to me i'm gonna specifically yeah. pointedly not remember it <laughs> not remember that.
1: like none of their names should be remembered you know like period i, I only
0: remember that. kirsten and kristen because they are kirsten and kristen, and but... kristen
1: exactly because it's like wow you guys have close names that's so cool you know like no yeah the dog food thing was very like carry to me where i was just like mm-hmm. oh, okay i see what you're trying to do and then obviously Lily Sobieski because I love her. She's who just, doesn't love her? I don't fucking know. I don't look, even
0: know what she's been in in the past like 20 years.
1: Not much. She, but look, she's I, beautiful. I found her. I discovered her when and I was young, I think, when this came out. Because I think her and I, I think, are pretty close in age. She did a TV movie for like Joan of Arc and she played Joan of Arc. You know, I ain't Catholic or anything, but Joan of Arc is my favorite patron saint of all patron saints, right? Because I love someone who can rise up and tell the authority to go fuck themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like I like that. I, and since then, like, I liked it. I think I owned a copy of it. Like, I bought it, like, at Hollywood Video or some shit like that. But I saw it when it first came out, and I was like, oh, awesome. And then I saw her in something else that was, like, actually happened earlier, and I didn't realize it was her. And I was like, oh, man, she's fucking great. I think she was in Deep Impact also, that movie. Yep. with the fucking meteor and shit yeah she was like in that so every time i see her i get happy because i'm like fuck it always feels like she feels like a friend that i haven't seen in like i haven't seen in a long time every time i see her and that was the feelings i got with this and then when they did the dog food shit i was like really bro really you're gonna do this to her to her she didn't really do anything in the movie. It's cool that she was there, but this is like one of those things that I always get mad when I do see her in movies is like, why do you guys underutilizing her so fucking much?
0: It goes back to like the, this high school is so high school thing because they call her a dog. Like that's why they're trying to pour dog food over her. And it's like, yo, what fucking world do all of you live in that yeah. Lily Sobieski is a dog? I mean, no woman should ever be referred to that way, period.
1: No. Full stop. But, no, but- but, like
0: yeah. we're talking late '90s, and mm-hmm. okay, it was a term that was used to describe unattractive women. Um, hello, Lily Sobieski.
1: Yeah, it's like, bro, what kind of dogs do you guys own that I want to date them? How pretty are your dogs? You know, because it's like, if you think that's a fucking dog, like I, <laughs> we're on different. However, uh,
0: trivia fact, she was actually supposed to play one of the popular girls and she told them, no, she wanted to play all this because she thought the character was more interesting.
1: Yeah, which, I did read that.
0: Snaps and props, snaps and props. Yeah,
1: dude. She's got some self-respect. I like that.
0: All right. This gets us to our final point. <sighs> our final yeah. thing we hated.
1: Our I final said, thing.
0: Our final thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> josie just writing an article and suddenly everyone with the possible exception of mr colson i guess just being okay with what she did (laughs) and even more so with what her brother did it's totally okay no problem
0: but most of so with what mr colson was doing
1: bro (laughs) bro bro no, <laughs> no, no, It's like, oh, wait a minute. Was this journalism? Oh, that's okay then. That's fine. We didn't realize you guys were just a bunch of journalists.
0: Uh, Except for her brother, who is now an assistant coach on the high school baseball team.
1: Yeah. Is that not a problem? The guy was just, you realize. a was,
0: 16 year old.
1: Yeah. Like this is like not even a potential pedo anymore. He's a fucking pedo. And oh, no, I got a great idea. Why don't you have him coach the girls volleyball team while you're at it? You know, like oh my god, oh my god. (laughs) There's a
0: there's a reason that is so hilarious to me, but I will have to tell you why after we stop
1: recording. (laughs) After we stop
0: recording. (laughs) (laughs) Oh holy shit. For real, though, she writes this article that's like, but this is why I did what I did. And listen, like she was. She was placed into this position. I, she did kind of go into it willingly for sure, but she never meant for any of this to happen. I feel like Josie is the least responsible for the issues that came about in this situation. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Coulson, responsible. Her brother, really fucking responsible. Yeah but everybody's just like it's all okay it's all fine because yeah because article like, in the chicago sun times or whatever the the newspaper exactly. called
1: it was for the people it was for media for the people for a yeah. story it's yeah. like yes i totally did these things which are really borderline really kind of illegal man and it's like but it's okay <laughs>
0: yep And the reading of her articles, like, interspersed with Mr. Coulson, like, packing up his things. And that's Mm -hmm. the other thing. After she, at the end of prom, admitted when she stopped the prank. And they're like, why would you do this? And she's like, I'm 25. I was a huge nerd in high school. I'm a reporter here to fucking tattle on all of you. And they all just, like, take her back. After yeah. she writes this article, I get Aldous mm-hmm. taking her back because she helped all out, right? And I feel like that's one of those things where you have a conversation with this person who you were friendly with. And it's like, it's not ever going to be the same because you're not a high school student, but it's not like y'all were hitting on each other. It's not like... You're trying to have sex with a 16 year old. It's, you know, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. But they all go to this baseball game to watch her stand on the mound with like the super Uh. contrived countdown. And it counts down to like the last second. And then here comes Mr. Colson, who's apparently broken up with his, I think, lawyer girlfriend. I think she was yeah. a lawyer. He's broken up with his lawyer girlfriend that he had those relationship problems and he runs up and he kisses her. And it's yep. now she's been kissed.
1: Which is fucking weird to like do all of that also. Yep. Yeah, no, 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 I'm going to stand on this mound and I'm going to, when it comes to things like that, I have balls, but I don't think I have that big of balls to do something like that because it's like, I'm just going to fail in front of everyone here and I'm going to take up all of these people's time and then people are going to give up hope if this person doesn't show up. It comes off very much as like a me, me, me kind of moment. I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't think that was, it was necessarily Josie being me, me, me so much as they had to get the news story. You know, they had to wrap up that news story. We've also ignored the fact that her newspaper people were like, yeah, we're going to get Mr. Colson, the teacher who's hitting on you on, I guess it's not statutory rape, but like an extremely inappropriate relationship with a student who he believes is 17 years old. And she was like, "But no, but I'm not seven. Oh my God. The fact that he like, listen, I know he had to, because it's a 1999 fucking teen movie slash rom-com. So like, obviously he was going to, but we're all just going to forget. We're all just going to forget. But
1: yeah. Like nobody thought about that where it's just like, Hey, if I was that guy, I would probably be in another country by now. I'm not going to show up here you know what I'm saying because Mm -hmm. clearly you had an attachment to this guy this guy did and if the guy shows up that means he did have an attachment with you because he only just learned that you were this age
0: Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, he straight up says when she bursts out with her age, he's like, "So, like, I'm supposed to be okay with this now?" And it's like, "Oh, okay, so you're literally admitting everything yep. that we already kind of saw." Mm, cool. Yeah. Cool cool, which, cool. 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 Cool.
1: Yeah. Which honestly, it's like his reaction had been like, "Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I don't feel as bad now because I actually did crush on you," as opposed to like, "Wait a minute. This is not only. I only date girls that are underage." You know, I'm, I'm out of here, you know, (laughs) like, you lied to me, you know? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. This movie was just wrong in so many ways, man. It was, it was. It was so bad. I just think that it's just funny how they play it off as such a, like, one of those typical movies, like those, oh, I like this girl and whatever. I don't know, typical, like, romance movie, but it's like, did we just forget the fact that he thinks that she's seventeen. We're just supposed to forget about that because he might find other seventeen-year-olds attractive too. And who knows what the fuck this guy's been doing? He's a position of authority on top of it. It's like
0: this is not me justifying, mm-hmm. but I think that what he found attractive about Josie was her intelligence and knowledge that she absolutely had gained as an adult who went to college. Mm-hmm. That's what they are trying to portray here, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying it is right because it's still absolutely not because he still believes she was 17. But what he was attracted to was her, at least as far as I can tell, they were trying to portray that he was attracted to her experience and more importantly, knowledge that she had gained as an adult. I see that, but I still call fucking bunk on it. (laughs) because mm-hmm. she's still supposed to be 17
1: yeah yeah there's a
0: lot of fucking really precocious 17 year olds out there. there's a lot of precocious yes. younger than 17 year olds out there for fuck's yep. sake yep uh, all right we talked a lot of shit <laughs>
1: this was this was gonna be the lots of shit talking one once i started watching this i was like oh my god i was like what the fuck am i gonna say about this like how could this movie have happened even for like 1999, it's just like, guys, how did this happen? You had so many other ideas that you could have gone with on this, but this one is like, I don't know, just was pushing it.
0: Well, we got to come up with some things we liked about it.
1: Fuck. Okay. So all that said, now it's time for us to dig deep for a few things to add to our, these are all that list.
0: Real deep. Dig real deep.
1: <laughs> I had to dig real deep on that one. <laughs> that was hard. Like, oh, there was no, something. No, I, I agree. Heard oh you know like okay things i liked about this um okay so lily sobieski obviously i love seeing her on screen all the time i think she's a fantastic actress i think that she is uh either underutilized or hollywood is just beneath her and if hollywood is beneath her i think that's that would go right into what how i feel her character is her personality is and i think it's fantastic i love lily sobieski she's always great in everything she does that was probably the biggest thing that i liked about it the second thing was molly shannon honestly because you know she always plays a weird caricature of something right she's always like off the wall and i've always felt that molly shannon is is a very believable person and i've always wanted to see her do something and just like a little more low-key and i felt like even though she was still funny in this movie i felt like she was just more low-key like she came off as kind of like a real person in this where i was like oh okay yeah like that was neat you know because i saw her and i was like Oh man, here we go! It's gonna be slapstick all day. This is gonna be like just like a joke kind of character, and I felt like they did good with that. The third thing I'll definitely say was Drew Barrymore, just because honestly, like her character was written poorly and but I mean, how can you not like fucking Drew Barrymore? She's just so fucking adorable. She's just fucking like. She's like, really.
0: she's apparently been pseudo canceled now because she tried to have her talk show during the writer's strike. But other than that, yes. Oh,
1: yeah. Other than that, I I didn't follow this. I'm not in that shit. So I I don't know much about it. But I I like Drew Barrymore. You know, I've always liked her. I've always thought like, even when I watch movies with her that that she's in and they're fucking terrible, I still get a level of fucking enjoyment out of it where I'm like, well, you know what? Interesting to watch her. So
0: mine are. I want to be friends with Aldis. A, agree with you about Lily Sobieski in general. Mm -hmm. Just a beautiful, beautiful person, has been great in everything I've seen her in, which hasn't been much honestly, particularly, Mm. like, I don't think she's been in anything in a long time. But also, the character of Aldis has fucking goals, man. She wants to be a professor of medieval literature, a novelist, a flautist, a potter, a painter, Mm -hmm. and an architect. Like, Who wouldn't want to be friends with this girl? Like, is it because she wears like overalls and is part Mm of the math? To me, there's zero things wrong with her and everything right, and I love her and want to be friends with her, and I think she's perfect.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. And she—that's somebody that you want in your life that you know is going to help propel you forward in life. You know, like is there an inspiration? You know.
0: Yep. Exactly. Now, this is a random aside, but. When Josie skips one of her math things to go to the stupid concert that the mm-hmm. popular girls are going to... And they do this like weird little dance. They're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. If you're listening to this as a podcast, <laughs> you're not going to see what I'm doing. <laughs> but watch this fucking movie. And the, the three popular girls do this weird fucking like hand basic step dance. It's stupid as fuck. And I found it so fucking hilarious and stupid that it like had to be a positive for me because I almost had to pause the movie. I was like, I need to- <laughs> what did they just do? Pause, go back. Oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Because there always has to be some sort of synchronized dance in these movies. But I think this is the only one in this one. And it was so stupid. It was
1: ridiculous. It was ridiculous and just so half baked. It was just
0: God. It was like we have to throw we have to throw a dance in here, synchronized dance in here somewhere. This is where we're gonna do it.
1: (laughs) This is where we're doing it, guys.
0: Now, last but not least, while the dichotomy of the ultra virginal Josie versus the apparently sex crazed Anita, who is Mm -hmm. Molly Shannon's character, is very eye roll inducing. I do love how the character of Anita owns that she is a sexual person. This was not really common for female characters in the 90s and even like the early 2000s shows and movies. So I know it was supposed to be like a joke in this movie but Mm -hmm. i didn't really see it that way because i don't think she saw it that way she was like whatever man i love sex gonna do what i'm gonna do yeah and props for that honestly for a 1999 movie agreed okay now we gotta get down to brass tacks Uh. And rate never been kissed on a scale of one to ten. Zach oh. Morris says with one being the least cringy and ten being the most cringe.
1: You the first on this one.
0: Oh God, I, I think it's a ten. Okay. God, I just I can't get beyond the thing with Rob and the young girl and the teacher thing and the there are. Maybe a 9.75. 9. That's the lowest I will give It's a 9.75. Yeah. 5. I yeah.
1: yeah, I was going to say a 10 on that. Best case scenario, this is just a bad movie with some problematic subjects. Worst case scenario, somebody watched this movie in the 90s and thought it was okay for their teacher to be hitting on them in real life. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And this is where I'm like, this is a fucking problem, bro.
0: I can't get beyond Mr. Colson and Rob with his 16-year-old, even if he didn't. And that's
1: that not so much with the teacher, but like with like and stuff or whatever, like, I know that that was a product of the time that was kind of normal, like that shit happened a lot back then. But the big thing that I have, the problem with it is kind of looking at it now. And then kind of looking at it what it, the brain I have today, as opposed to just kind of saying, that's how things were. But it's like, no, you normalized that entire situation. And the fact that you put this in a Hollywood movie, and everybody just seems to be okay in the plot and stuff like that at the time, like we can watch it now and be like oh fuck that's so fucking cringe but fuck there was a time that there was people who were going through a similar situation watched the movie and said oh see this is normal this happens to everyone you know like yeah. it's totally fucking normal you know and I think that's where it's like that's worst case fucking scenario there you know?
0: yeah yeah yep yep so if you're if you're at a 10 and I'm giving it a 9.75 mm-hmm. only because I'm giving it 0.25 points for Aldis <laughs> being amazing yeah which, like, she deserves more than that, but unfortunately, her amazing character does not overwhelm the other issues. Mm. We're we're basically at a 10 here. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> wait, is this the first one where we've both been like a 10 out of 10, Zach?
1: Yeah, this is the first is, one. That that's we're really like,
0: sad considering yeah. can't hardly wait.
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, exactly. But I knew, I mean, halfway in this movie, I was like, this is going to be the one. This is the one right here, dude. I said, this is not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like when you sign up to like be a doctor and you're like, I want to save lives. But then you have to work on that one person where half he got ran over by a fucking tractor and half his body's missing. And then you're like, I made decisions that led me to this point. And now here I am looking at this person that's half missing. <laughs> like watching this movie was like that. I was like, okay, I've made a series of decisions of my life that have led me right to where I'm at right now. <laughs> you know, this was like the honeymoon is over phase. And I'm like, okay, oh now, okay, it's getting real now. Like Now it's real. Okay.
0: Well, I think this is the, well- I, I actually know I can't say I can't say that this is the only movie where we will have to deal with those type of issues
1: mm-hmm. but
0: it's certainly the first one where we
1: yeah I feel like the movies before this was like the the, the basic training and now we're <laughs> now we're sitting in the trenches right now getting shot at and it's like okay. This is, this is where it starts. This is, this is, where, fine. This is
0: it's all fine this here. Is fine.
1: It's all fine here.
0: We're the dogs sitting yeah. in the of on fire. With exactly. A cup of coffee in our hand and never yep. been kissed on the laptop. in front of- <laughs> Exactly. And
1: on top it says in 1999, it's like, this is fine. This is a totally okay script totally fine
0: but honestly like in 1999 when i watched this movie i knew it was problematic but it kind of like whoosh went over my head so it's absolutely time and age i read some articles that were like this is problematic because of the me too movement and it's like nah the me too (sighs) movement has just proven why hollywood was problematic with these things this movie never would get made after the Me Too movement. But it also probably never should have been made in the first place. Nope. Sorry, not sorry.
1: And that's the problem. It's like not only did people watch this movie and didn't take it personally because it's already been normalized in their life, okay? Let's face it. Mm. But on top of it, Hollywood just thought it was totally fucking okay because you had fucking Harvey Weinsteins running around and all these fucking fuckwad assholes – you know, doing this shit. And it was just like, oh, it's fucking normal. And I'm sorry. Like, look, I can even take it a step further than that. And I'll just go full fucking conspiracy theorist here and be like, all you were doing was prepping these underage kids to prepare that it's okay for adults to fucking sleep with them. So when these motherfuckers watch your movies and you're 50, you're going to be sleeping with these younger fucking chicks that are underage because in their brains, it's totally fucking normal because you groomed them to be like that motherfucker. I know that's going extreme, but I'm just saying
0: even if that wasn't necessarily the case, like I said, it's like these more recent articles that I read after rewatching the movie and while I was like creating this document, it's like they're all like this is problematic because of the Me Too movement. And I was like, no, no, Mm -hmm. it was always fucking problematic. Mm -hmm. In what world are we supposed to be okay with a teacher having a crush on a 17 year old student, a teacher? Yep. Jesus fucking Christ. My God. Anyway, uh, (laughs)
1: oh, okay. (laughs) Finally, what's our watch this? Not that suggestion.
0: I'm going to stick with Drew Barrymore movies here and say ever after, which is Mm. way better, way more female empowerment. And I think is way more underrated than it should be. It's a Cinderella story, but yeah. With female empowerment and is probably one of Drew Barrymore's best movies ever. I don't really think Drew Barrymore is an amazing actress. I think she's a cute person. If you want to see her be like ridiculous and hilarious, Santa Clarita Diet, which is like a sort of zombie show on Mm -hmm. Netflix, is very good. But Mm -hmm. if we're sticking with movies ever after, it's not a teen movie by any means, but it wasn't too long after this one. so yeah, And it's good. It's really good. Definitely worth a watch. Or two or three. I've seen it like five or six times.
1: I'm going to say watch Mean Girls. Don't yeah. watch this, honestly. Since we talked about it. I mean, there's like there's a lot of things I can throw in here and to say to watch this instead. But <laughs> no,
0: you're right. Mean, mean Girls is also, it, it's a. Yeah, you know. I
1: think it's kind of along the same kind of lines, along the same kind of context, you know. But yeah, I would definitely say watch Mean Girls instead. It's, it's written way better.
0: Yeah. Know? Yep, for sure. All right, any last thoughts?
1: Fuck. I don't I don't know. I don't you think You don't I
0: have to have, to have any. I,
1: I don't I'm like I'm sure I'll do once we stop recording, but like right now I don't I don't think I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think we we fucking bulldozed the shit out of this as much as possible. Yeah,
0: honestly we actually did. This is like our shortest recording for these by 30 minutes or so I think. by
1: 30 minutes because the other movies had at least enough charming in them or at least anything that was problematic was kind of overshadowed by charming even yeah. what was the, the the movie with uh seth green and there was a can't movie.
0: hardly wait yeah can't hardly
1: even that one had more charming <laughs> shit to it <laughs> with no plot and it was fucking stupid as fuck but it was like you know what we talked a lot more about that because it was like okay we pre this I felt like we were both watching this, like sharpening our swords in the background. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, we're ready.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right. As we close out the episode, we just want to give a shout out to our heroes, to your patron, Tommy of the TKOK Podcast Network. Thank you so much for supporting us. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for 90s and naughties Cringe Factor on never been kissed for the most current news and updates about this series please consider backing our patreon at patreon.com slash underscore entertainment thank you for listening to the geek saga podcast if you like what you heard please check out other geek saga entertainment endeavors including the sagas and sass webcast and podcast and ice and fire con